good day, friends. Welcome to Friday, June 3rd. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today. And we end our week with a new psalm. And I invite you to join me in Psalm 50. Uh, we're, we are, uh, we are, we have, we're almost to the halfway point through the psalms. And we actually may be. I probably should have taken a look at that. Um, but it's been a wonderful journey so far. There's 150 psalms. And we started this journey really going out of order. And we started during COVID. I was asking people to email me their favorite psalms. And we would go through them. And so we, we've covered a lot of the psalms between 50 and 150 already. And now we're going back and going just in order uh, straight through uh, the psalms that we have not covered yet. So today we come to Psalm 50. And our tradition when we start a new psalm is to kind of get a high overview of what is this psalm. Uh, who wrote it? Are there circumstances that we can understand behind it? And then we read um, the psalm together and we start to meditate, think on these things, and we pick it up, breaking it down uh, the next day. So that'll be Monday. Now, today, we're just going to do the flyby. This is a psalm of Asaph. Asaph was one of David's worship leaders. Uh, you can read about Asaph in First Chronicles 15. There are... Um, a group of 11 psalms, 73 to 83, attributed to Asaph. We really don't know a whole lot about him, uh, except for that he was a worship leader. And God takes seriously his worship. This particular psalm is a call to true worship. So let us uh, let me give you the overview. There's 23 verses, uh, so this is going to be a rich study. And I'm going to go with um, with Warren Wearsby's breakdown. He says verses one through. Well, let me let me give you his synopsis because this is really helpful. He says uh, in verses one through six, God the Judge summons the court and confronts two offenders. Now that's interesting. Okay, these are worship offenders. Uh, the first is the formalist to whom worship is a ritual to follow. That formalist is profiled in verses 7 through 15. And the second is the hypocrite to whom worship is a disguise to cover sin. That's verses 16 to 21. So God the judge is going to summons the court in, in part one, one through six. Then we're going to see two fake worshipers, okay? The first worship is just formal ritual, Um. And, and has no heart, no authenticity. The second worship is a cover uh, for sin. It's it's uh, a hypocrite trying to in uh, inordinately or inappropriately atone for his sin. And then the psalm closes with a call for faithful worshipers or to worship worshipers to be faithful to God. That's verses twenty two and twenty three. So four parts um, calling us to purity of worship by profiling what is impure worship. So let's pick it up in verse one and let's read these verses together and uh, we'll read the whole psalm and then I'm going to say goodbye. You're going to have a great Friday and you're going to join us this week, weekend, I'm sorry, at Emmanuel for our journey through John and for a great time of worship. All right. So great psalm for coming into the weekend when we worship together with our church family. How should we worship? The mighty God, even the Lord hath spoken. And called the earth from the rising of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God hath shined. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. A fire shall devour before him, and it shall be very tempestuous round about him. 
he shall call to the heavens from above, and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness. For God is judge himself. Selah. Verse 7. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I'm God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings to have been continually before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he goats out of thy folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine and the fullness thereof. Will I eat the flesh of bulls and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. But unto the wicked God saith. Now you see the turn there. Verse 7, he says, hear, O my people. Okay. And so that is the worshiper that um, that we talked about earlier. This, this, this is now the second worshiper. Um, so the first one is just going through rituals as though God wants a lot of animals. Okay. The second one is seeing worship as a ceremony to atone for his sins instead of true faith uh, in, in, in the coming sacrifice. So verse 16, unto the wicked, God saith. What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? Seeing thou hatest instruction, and castest my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, then thou contendest with him, and hast been partaker with adulterers. Thou givest thy mouth to evil, and thy tongue frameth deceit. Thou sittest and speakest against thy brother, thou slanderest thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I kept silence. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such an one as thyself, but I will reprove thee, and set them in order before thine eyes. Now consider this, you that forget or forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and there be none to deliver. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. To him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of God. So this is a... Um, this is a confrontational psalm. God is really coming, um, he's confronting us. He's getting into our faces, really. He's getting into the faces of two different kind of people. <clears throat> and at the same time, he's inviting a third kind of person to come before him and to worship him in truth and in spirit and in sincerity. So we're going to leave it there. We're going to let it rest for today. But think about these things. Think about how you will come to worship God this Sunday. And uh, I look forward to seeing you. If you're not able to be there physically in person, join us on live stream at 9 and 10, 1030. If not, I'll see you Monday. Until then, happy Friday and have a great weekend.